Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. The issue of healthcare. It's still a government-run health insurance plan. We will provide you with a choice. It's going to cost millions of Americans their job. Broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA. Uh, Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you, and I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. My producer today, Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 149 affiliates strong. Thanks to all of you out there. America's Healthcare Advocate is the show where we separate fact from fiction on the subject of health care. What are the latest changes to the patient protection? Affordable Care Act, otherwise lovingly known as Obamacare, who can keep count? And what are the latest medical technologies, breakthroughs, and treatments today? What can you do to live a healthier life? We tackle all of these issues and more each week, so listen and learn as we talk to you about your health care and health insurance needs. If you have specific questions today on health insurance, there are operators standing by that will take your call. This is not an open line show today, so I'm not taking calls on the air. I have guests in studio. You can call 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. The operators are standing by. They'll take your calls. If you have questions on health insurance, we can help you with anything. Please feel free to do so. If you're chronologically challenged and need help with Medicare, uh, if you need an individual policy or family policy, or if you're an employer looking for a way to solve your health insurance problems, give us a call. You can also go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, read the latest blog up there. I lay it out, ladies and gentlemen, in the latest blog, what's going to happen if Hillary's elected? What's going to happen if the Donald is elected? What does it mean in terms of your health insurance and health care? It's up there on the website. Go read the blog. I'm sure you'll find it interesting. All right. Joining me in studio today, Dr. Kimberly Hutton and Paul Keeling of Care ATC. They are Folks that own and operate clinics all over this country, I became acquainted with them through our TPA, through the folks at BAS and Terry Ramondi. And we've actually put two clinics. We're in the process of putting two clinics in place, and this is a remarkable program. I'm very excited about it. Um, I'm excited about what it's going to do for employers <clears throat> and how it's going to help us lower costs overall. You know, the, the thing is, and this is what employers are starting to get, and you're seeing it, there's a huge migration of, of employers off of individual policies, off of group policies that are fully insured over to the self-funded, partially self-funded, level premium captive model all across the board. The way those programs work is containing costs and delivering better health care to their employees. That's what this program does. And I'm very excited to have these folks in the studio with me. Welcome, Paul. Welcome, Dr. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Well, it's great to have you here today. And uh, Carol Cox is sitting here not on the air with us today, but uh, but uh, she's been out on the road with me uh, meeting with our clients in Wichita and meeting with our clients in Washington, Missouri. Let, let's just – you know, when people hear, oh, my goodness, a clinic, oh, what what's that going to cost? How could I possibly do something like that? Your model is remarkable in its simplicity, and we'll talk about costs and all that as we move through the broadcast today. But what talk a little bit about how you came to put this model in place 
and why this is so effective for employers. Paul? Well, Carrie, you know, Carrie TC exists today because, you know, we, we want to change the way healthcare is delivered. Uh, we recognized some, some years ago that, that there, the system is somewhat broken, particularly with regards to primary care. You're, you're being kind. Somewhat. Well, yeah, I am trying Doctor's to Doctor's laughing, but well, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, I think the misconception out there with, with uh, most of the people that we talk to is if you have a health plan, I think there's a belief that if you have a health plan, everybody in, in your group has a relationship with a primary care physician. In fact, 50 to 70% of the people out there do not have a relationship with a primary care physician, and they don't seek care until the seriousness of the issue outweighs the hassles involved. Our goal at Cary TC is to engage the employees and their families and change the healthcare culture. Our promise is to promote health, prevent disease, and provide a shorter path to care. If we can give those people that are not engaged in the healthcare system on a primary care level uh, the tools they need to manage those conditions, we're going to win. Their employers going to win, and they're going to win. So, Doctor, and what Paul says is very clear to me, and, and when we sit in front of groups like Carol and I did um, last week in Washington, Missouri, probably better than half of those people, may have, maybe as high as 70 percent because they're a younger group, didn't have a primary care provider. Why is that so important? Why is that the touchstone, if you will, of, of, of disease management, of all the things that, that move around that primary care provider, doctor? Sure, absolutely. We, we want to catch those patients before disease either progresses to um, worsen those comorbidities or before they even develop the disease. And so we are actually very proactive in identifying those patients early on, those who are at risk, those who have uh, health concerns that maybe they're not even aware of. And so that is definitely a part of our model is identifying those patients early on, getting them in for those screenings and um, really just getting them engaged with a provider so they can have the conversation. Um, we know so much chronic disease also encompasses behavioral health issues, mental health issues, things like that. And trying to catch those patients before they get to a place where they are, not only is their health care expenditure um, high and significant, not only for them and their employers, but also just their well-being. You know, we, we want to take care of those patients before, like Paul said, before the serious of the issue, issue becomes uh, too costly. So, so the, the the most important element in this is, it, it seems to me, uh, is identifying if they have an issue. Because how many people are out there walking around with high blood pressure, with cholesterol, with triglycerides are off the page, with pre-diabetes diagnosis? Absolutely. All these things are happening. They have no idea. Right. What we have found, and we're very um, consistent with the CDC, we know for a fact there are diabetics out there who are walking around who don't know they have diabetics. We know that 9 out of 10 patients who have prediabetes have no idea. We all know the concerns and the comorbidities that go along with diabetes, the sequelae, the the significant um, kidney changes, heart changes, eye changes, things that happen for those patients. And so capturing them before it becomes an issue is very important, not just in saving money, but in their actual, you know, the, the state of their health. Yeah, there's two parts to this, and we'll we'll get to the money part because there's a, there's a direct correlation here, and this is the thing that employers so often miss is they focus on that health insurance premium over here, and they don't look at what's driving the premium. When you move over to the self-funded side, that changes dramatically. But back to that issue of the employee's health. In reality, 
That's hugely important for the employer for a whole host of reasons, a stabilized workforce, uh, you know, not as much absenteeism. How, all of, how does all that affect what they're actually doing on the job when they're there from 8 to 5 or 9 to 5 or whatever it is? Correct. Well, there are a lot of statistics out there that show the patients who have any chronic disease, and that even comes down to obesity. We know that overweight and obesity is a big problem in this country. 70% of the people in this country, overweight, obese, or chronically morbidly obese. Right. And we know that 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 later on contributes to them developing other disease, such as heart, heart attacks, strokes, hypertension, diabetes, all of that. And so by capturing those patients, trying to get them engaged in a healthier lifestyle, trying to get them engaged in getting those proper screenings so that they understand those risks, that is very key to what we do in our model. So, Paul, what that does is that improves the workforce and improves the workplace and and I would assume at the end of the day that drives productivity. Am I correct or wrong? Incorrect. Absolutely. There's, you know, we, we measure savings in two areas, hard cost savings and soft cost savings. And the ones that we talk about the most are the hard cost savings. That's the savings to the health plan uh, and, and the savings to, to the employee and, and, their, and their families. Soft cost savings, positive impacts on recruiting and retention, positive impacts on, on, on productivity. We know they're there. And we do report those at the bottom uh, of the report, if you will. The thing that most people rely on are those hard cost savings, though. Yeah, they are. And and that, that recruiting, that's interesting. You know, what does it mean to an employee? What's the second question they always ask? What's the pay and what are my benefits? Right. I had an employer tell me yesterday, I could not get this person to come to work for us until we showed him the health insurance plan we had and what we had to offer. So it's that important to people. How much better is it for an employer to say, oh, by the way, we have an on-site clinic here that you have access to and your dependents have access to it, your children, your wife, etc. cetera. Um, what a difference does that make? So when we come back after the break, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get into the model now. We'll talk about how this actually works. We'll talk about the ones that we're actually putting in place and a great program they have with Quick Trip. You'll find that pretty interesting. The clinic's not in the gas station. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. If you want information on Care ATC, go to their website, careatc.com. That's careatc.com. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back after the break with more from my guests at Care ATC. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA. Here on the HIE Radio Network, you can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got a question, send me an email. I'll be happy to answer. I get a couple of hundred a day, but I answer each and every one of them. 
Not always on the same day, but I do answer them. My producer today, Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up this segment, we're going to continue this fascinating conversation with the folks from Care ATC. Dr. Kimberly Hutton in studio with me and Paul Keeling of Care ATC. Their website, careatc.com. You know, I brought these folks in here because I've, I've been, I'm involved in this program. I put one, we're in the process of putting one in place in Wichita and we're working on putting another one in place in Washington, Missouri. I have to tell you, this is one of the most amazing programs I've ever seen that has a direct impact on employer cost. And when you're on a self-funded level premium, partially self-funded model, this thing makes all the difference in the world. If you're a broker or an agent out there, if you're an employer or a human resources director, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised at the cost. You'll be surprised at what they do. And you'll be more surprised at the results. And they've got it all and they'll show it to you. It doesn't cost anything to pick up the phone Call these folks or go to their website, careatc.com, careatc.com. It's a better way to help your clients with health insurance. Paul, let's talk about the actual model because, you know, and how you guys set that up. So we've got the Quick Trip program. That's that You can chat about that briefly. And then how, uh, how if they're not in the Quick Trip program like we're doing in Washington, we're actually doing a shared clinic model there with three different employers. So let's kind of start with – that and then and then um, uh, and then take it from there. Okay, so we've, I'd, I'd like to start just from a philosophical perspective. You know what, how we do what we do, and I I think the the biggest thing that uh, another misunderstanding out there is, I think there's uh, a belief that most employers understand the risk of their population, when in fact I think if you went into a room and asked everybody in their group, Doctor Hutton alluded to it earlier. They, they they have no idea. They don't know how many pre-diabetics they have. So no. are we, you know, at CareTC, we have a predictable, repeatable process whereby we go out uh, and the methodology is this. We come in first and we assess the risk of the population. Then we stratify that risk through a variety of data sources, data points uh, for through our technology platform, whether it's the personal health assessment, which is the biometric screening. Which you do in the clinic. Which we do in the clinic, and we do it in mass, uh, in mass draws with our lobotomy teams that are employees of CareTC traveling nationwide. In fact, when I was at the airport yesterday, I saw one of our phlebotomy teams uh, at the airport. It was they came up and harassed me while I was sta- standing in line. But I digress. Assess is the first. Uh, stratify is the second step. Engage. So we engage the employees and their families. Employee engagement, patient engagement is extremely important. It's an area that kind of has been um, left behind in the past by many people in our space. It's critical that you engage the employees and their families uh, so that you can change the healthcare culture. The fourth step is to manage that risk that you've identified. The fifth step and final step is to measure that. You can't manage what you can't measure. There so, you go. So we measure it at the end of the year and throughout the year. We go back to the employer. We sit down with our account management teams. We uh, evaluate how we did that year, look for opportunities for improvement, set goals, and then we do that cycle all over again the next year. So so Quick Trip, I think, is a great success story. Everybody knows Quick Trip. In the, well, there, there aren't any in California, so all of you out there listening in Orange County and San Francisco, you don't know what they are. But here in the Midwest and throughout the South, let's talk about 
Quick Trip. I think that's an amazing example of what you guys do. And they are a remarkable company in terms of what they do. But they engaged you. So let's talk about that. Yeah, Quick Trip, uh, they are a remarkable company. They're consistently ranked on the uh, Fortune Magazine's top 100 employers to work for. Uh, for the last 14 years, they've had a very high ranking on that list. Uh, we've been working with Quick Trip since February of 2007. We put a clinic in. They did a pilot project in their corporate offices uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Put a clinic in at the workplace. Uh, they managed. They 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 measured how how that worked out. The first they measure year. everything. They measure the amount everything. of soda in a cup, and they can tell you exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, they absolutely do. And uh, so they they found at the end of that year, their costs in the Tulsa market were less than their other nine or ten markets, I believe. Uh, and and they tried to figure out what was different. What's different in the Tulsa market than all the other markets? And the the difference was carry TC. And, you know, they saw a 21% drop in their claims cost that first wow. year. So they decided to uh, put a clinic in the the uh, next year in Belton, Missouri, at a large um, uh, distribution That's facility. That's their big headquarters, distribution right, center right, in Belton, down there right on, on 71. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, where it is. On, on Quick Trip Way, right yep, there, there on 71. <laughs> Even their own street, yes. So they have a, la- a large critical mass of employees out there. So we, we put the second uh, clinic there. And today they have clinics. Uh, they participate in what we refer to as our near site. Yeah, near site clinics. We have a near site network of thirty uh, some odd clinics in um, ten or eleven states. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. This happens to be one of the programs that I'm working with Carol on right now with a client of ours in Wichita, Kansas. And the really cool thing about this is. Quick Trip will allow employers in certain areas to come in and share these clinics. So, so, and that really is a remarkable program. Um, so, talk a little bit about that, Paul, and how that works because I think that's an amazing opportunity for brokers out there and for employers that may not have the size to do one of these themselves. But it's a shared clinic with Quick Trip, and it's pretty remarkable. Sure. So, what what we originally, when we first started doing this, we would go in and we would. Find the pl- the location in conjunction with Quick Trip, and they would actually lease the space. We since then have taken over where we manage all the leases. We do we cover you know the majority of the costs up front. Uh, in exchange for that, um, we market to other employers, and Quick Trip actually helps us market to other employers because what Quick Trip has done is they've you know they're self administered. They they yeah. pay their own claims. Yeah, uh, so they are pure self. They are they're self funded yeah. and yeah. self administered. Yeah. So they, they, you know, they were concerned with the lack of transparency with regards to hospital systems and, and, and insurance carriers. Uh, so they basically dropped their networks um, at uh, one market at a time. And we've gone out with Quick Trip. Our chief op- operating officer, Ann Stoppelworth, was previously the market president for the Coventry and the Etna in Oklahoma. She has a great deal of of uh, um, experience negotiating contracts with hospital systems. So what we're doing with Quick Trip now is going out to all the markets and and negotiating direct contracts on Quick Trip's behalf uh, for all the care beyond the primary care level. But the key here for our listeners is that this is available for employers, human resource directors, brokers that are interested. This model may be available in your area. Like, for instance, it's not in Washington, Missouri, but it is in Wichita, and they can participate in this clinic at a much reduced cost. Absolutely, yes. There's there's 11 markets where we have nearsight clinics across the United States uh, that, that has access. 
So if you're interested in that, go to their website, careatc.com, careatc.com. Information is up there. You can send them an email, reach out to them. They would be happy to chat with you about the program and how it works. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it is a remarkable program, and it can make a huge difference. So the website, again, is careatc.com, careatc.com. When we come back, we're going to connect all the dots now. I'm going to ask doctor to tell you what happens when an employee walks in that clinic. What's that biometric screening look like? How do they do it? How do they reach out to the patients? How do they reach out to the employees? Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer today, Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue this fascinating conversation about this groundbreaking program with CareATC. Their website is careatc.com, careatc.com. It's a great website, a lot of information up there. I'm telling you something. If you're an employer out there, you've got 50 employees. 100 employees, 30 employees. This quick trip thing is remarkable. If you're a large employer, uh, Carol Cox and I just met with three companies in Washington, Missouri, um, and they had 750 total employees. We're looking at putting in a standalone independent clinic. These folks do all the work. They pay for it. They build it. They administer it. All the rest you pay a capitated cost. I'll ask Paul to talk about that in the last segment, but it gives you an understanding of how this works and what a remarkable difference it makes. You know, doctor, the, the, the biggest problem that I have on the – one of the biggest problems I have on the, on the self-funded side, which is where we really have a chance to manage costs on claims and healthcare, is the connectivity with, okay, we did the biometric screening and we reached out and sent them their results and we don't know if they followed up on the A1C test. We don't know if they went to the doctor. We don't know if they have a primary care physician. It loses. We lose the whole thing right there. So then you kind of ask yourself, well, we just spent all this money to do that, and we're trying to measure results, but we don't have any connectivity here. The biggest thing I saw that floored me with the way you guys do this is you go out and do the the, the biometric screenings either on-site or in your clinic, whatever works, um, but the connectivity. Talk about what happens when the, they do the screening, the employee walks back in the clinic and says, doctor, I think I'm pre-diabetic, or the doctor says, I think you're pre-diabetic. Right. So what do you do with the information? And I think that's where we make a difference. We actually have a physician or a clinic that um, is – you have the potential then to actually figure out where are you in your in your health care. So we start with uh, – Paul already talked about our methodology being able to uh, assess, and that starts with the PHA process in mass or at the clinic level. And that consists of a questionnaire, a biometric screening, the vital signs, lab work, that sort of thing. Um, from there, we also stratify you into groups. We reach out from our corporate office. Anyone who has abnormal results, we want to at least reach out to them and make sure that they're following up on those results. And then when we have clinics in place, that's when the engagement process comes in. Right now, the patients get a, a very, um, a really nice booklet that gives you a great snapshot of your health. And I've seen it. It's a great book. Right. And we're moving towards actually a PHA Live personalized video that in uh, starting in October, not only will you get the booklet and have access online, but also you'll get a personalized video that tells you exactly what your health risks 
are. But from there, from that PHA process, that's when the doctor or the provider and the clinic staff really comes into play. And that's where we actually uh, can can make a difference. And so we're not, this isn't rocket science. We are providing <laughs> primary care. This is taking care of patients where they are. And that PHA is that great first step. Like I said, it gives you a great snapshot. And as a clinician, it tells you the risk factors that that patient has. And are they actually managing it? I came from the from Main Street Medicine, and we practice a very different type of medicine. First of all, we give our physicians more time with the patients. That's huge. It's very big. So it's not the 10-minute office visit. You may come in for the sprained ankle, but the way we treat train our patient or train our providers and clinic staff is to actually engage that patient, look back at the PHA, look at those risk factors. Because even if you don't have that time, that patient doesn't have time to talk about it at that time, they then at least know what are their risks and they need to come back. Um, Another important aspect of what we provide is the access of care. We haven't talked about that. It's free to the patients. Huge. It's accessible. They have access online. We have a mobile app that allows them to make an appointment right there on their phone. Um, and it's it's accessible. So they can come in and it's free to them. So they take advantage of that service. And you dispense the medications right in the clinic, which what th- 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 there's the other thing. So, oh, I got a blood pressure problem. Oh, but I don't want to I don't want to have to I, I can't fill the I can't fill the prescription or I, I don't want to make the copay or whatever the case may be. The, what one of the beauties of this program, one of the things that floored me was. They actually walk out the door with their medications. Right. And so not only are we able to talk about their health concerns, also address the acute and chronic issues that they have, but we are able to provide them with the medications right there on site. Right there on site, we have a large generic formulary that we uh, maintain there for both acute and chronic medications. So not only do they now know what is available, you know, what their health care concerns are, we're treating the disease, and we make it very quick and easy for them to access all all of their care right there. Yeah, and, and so th- let's go back to the quick thing for a minute because this is kind of interesting. You, 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 so this is one of the things that Caroline did when we were in Washington, Missouri. So you're in, you have a manufacturing facility. You've got 160 people, 300 people, 400 people. Somebody has a doctor's appointment. You're in, you're in a, the, the, it takes 45 minutes to get to the doctor. You're going to sit there for another 45 minutes before you get in. Now they like to have you come 45 minutes before your appointment, okay? And, and, then, and, then, and then you're going to get in to see the doctor. That The average time with the doctor today, this is an amazing number. Seven minutes is the average patient time in front of a doctor today. Your model is totally different because, number one, that time frame is reduced dramatically. And number two, they're actually spending time with the doctor because he's not trying to get 400 doorknob pulls in a day to meet his quota by a provider. Right. And that's why our physicians and our providers absolutely love this model, because as we talk about it, it's the reason we went to med school. It's the reason we went into primary care is we want to actually take care of the patients. So in our model, we can actually take care of those patients and not only addressing those acute concerns, but also talking to them and having those educated conversations about what they need to do to improve their risk factors, because that is a huge part. We've already talked about um, identifying those patients, and then we're going to talk about the costs. But being able to identify those patients is so key, and that's the conversation we want our providers to have with our with our patients. Keeping in mind, we're not open to the public. We are only no. open to 
to those those um, employers that we're taking care of and their families. And we are, like I said, it's not rocket science. We're practicing primary care. We're taking care of all of the issues that that we can within the clinic. So it's quick. It's easy. It's not the four-hour office visit, like you said, the time that it takes to get there plus the time that you spend waiting, and then you go to the pharmacy and you wait another two hours. So it's a completely different opportunity for those patients to get everything they need in one setting. Yeah, and you know, Paul, at the end of the day, when you connect all those dots that we just did, at the end of the day, that's what drove those claims down 21%. That's what Quick Trip saw. That's what drove the claims down. That's what's going to push the numbers down so that healthcare becomes more affordable for these employers and they can offer better benefits across the board. Because if you're managing the claims cost you're, and, you're man, and you're providing better health care to your employees, how is that not a win-win for everybody? It's a beautiful thing, you know. It's 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 a win for the it's a win for the not only the employee and the employer. It's also a win for the physician because, as Doctor Hutton said earlier, they get to do what they went to medical school to do. They don't have to deal with with managing a, a practice and or a, a managing insurance claims. Oh, they love that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> not not only is everything that takes place within the confines of the CareTC clinic free to the patient. Uh, it's also uh, it's not filed as a quote unquote claim with an insurance carrier. We do we no. do track all that. We have a very very uh, highly detailed technology platform. You know we like to get all the all the data from the carrier uh, or the or the TPA, whoever that case may be. Several data points that go into our technology platform, and the most important part about that is arming our physicians with that data because when they can see what's happening in the care ATC clinics along with what's happening on Main Street through their health plan, they can identify those critical gaps in care that exist. And the, the other thing Dr. said, and, and Carol and I drove this point home, when you make this free, because there's no copay to the employee, when you make it free to the employee, that drives – we look at the primary care physician visit numbers in every one of these reports we get back from our TPA, from BAS, across the board. When that number's up, your people are engaging, doctor. And so by making it n- no copay and they're getting those generics as they go out the door, you've taken two huge chunks that were issues we weren't getting dealt with before and dealing with them now, which improves engagement I don't know what the number is, but it's got to be huge. Correct. And and that is something that the employees are so thankful for. This is a huge perk that employers can provide. I worked in one of our on-site clinics and the employees had no had you know no got no care at all and every time they left the office they would say, "Thank you so much. Do I do I owe you something?" And they didn't. And it's so remarkable. it is great. For the employer, it really uh, – the loyalty that's there, um, it's, it's so key. It is a win-win, folks. Um, if you're interested, if you're a broker, agent out there, you're human resource director, or you're in a, you know, you're an, you're an owner, um, and and this this sounds like it might be of interest to you. I strongly suggest you go to the website careatc.com, careatc.com. Talk to these folks. Let them show you how this works. When we come back from the break. We'll talk a little bit about cost and how it all pulls together. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast 
across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. Our producer, Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Um, we're going to continue our conversation with Paul Keeling and Dr. Kimberly Hutton from Care ATC. You know, I urge you to take a few minutes and, and go up on this website and look at this. You will be surprised. They've got employers as small as 30 employees. They've got employers as high as 10,000, 15,000 employees. It, 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 you'd be amazed at how this works. And can you afford it? Yeah, you'll be surprised at that, too. Go to the website. Take a look at it. It can make a huge difference for your company. It can make a huge difference if you're a broker for your clients and driving down costs. I love your analogy about about manufacturing, and I because I just went through this with a manufacturer who just is getting ready to acquire another company, and he was talking about the Chinese robots and what it was going to cost to maintain the Chinese robots. Talk about this, Paul. Well, you know, we that that came up because of a cost issue. We we talked to a lot of employers out there, and and they're concerned because let's face it, this is not the cheapest thing out there. No. Uh, least expensive thing. The the ROI is significant. Uh, but the, the analogy that, that I like to use is, you know, every employer out there has significant investments, whether they're a public entity like the city of Tampa, they've got a, you know, you they're enormous, yeah. <clears throat> they're a client, yeah. a five-year client and a very successful um, relationship there, but they all have preventative maintenance programs for their machinery, yeah. uh, whether it's machinery or a fleets of vehicles, a very specific preventative maintenance program that they invest a lot of money in because they understand they have to preserve that equipment. Care ATC is a preventative maintenance program for what I would argue is their most valuable asset. Their employees. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we, we make sure, that, and, and you know, the, the analogy goes on. I mean, most of the people out there, the employees, they take better care of their vehicles than they do oh. their own bodies. Because it's a whole lot easier to go to Jiffy Lube on yep. Main Street than it is to go to a primary care physician. But it's not a whole lot easier to go to Jiffy Lube than it is to go to a care ATC Absolutely clinic. not. And that's the point. Right. How many clinics across the country now? So we, we have over 100 clients in 22 states today. Um, we've been, and, and we're moving into several new states this year. Um, we're, we have, you know, 10, uh, clinics under construction right now in various markets. So, um, but we want to be in at least 48 before it's okay. all said and done. <laughs> I guess we're leaving Guam out. So if you're I listening on Guam, would... this probably isn't going to work out there. We have a radio station on Guam, if you can believe it or not, but we do. So, all right. So I think that kind of drills at home. I think that, I, I think, that, you know, th- that makes sense. We've talked about Quick Trip. Let's talk about what we did in Washington, Missouri. Carol and I brought three employers together in an industrial park where they're all within a half a mile of each other. And we're talking about doing an off-site clinic in a, in a shopping center or something close by or doing one in one of the employers if they have the space. But let's talk about how that works because if the quick trip model doesn't work for you, then there's the shared clinic model. Or if you're a big enough employer, you can do, do it on your own. But let's say you've got, in this case, we have three employers coming together. They're going to give us about 750 employees. Sure. So, you know, and let me go back historically. In, in, in the old days, if you had 150 employees, we would put a doctor on site at your workplace for four hours a week, which is great for chronic conditions, but it's not great for what the people want. They want access to care. They want their colds, flus, and sore throats taken care of when they need them. Uh, you know, the light bulb went on primarily because of, of our relationship with Quick Trip that it, it makes a lot more sense to find a near site location because it, for, for, for two reasons. One, um, you know, we, we always felt like it had to be accessible to the employee. 
But fact is, large claims don't discriminate between employee and spouse. Which a lot of people forget. Right. It can be your child. It can be your wife. It right. can be whoever. Yeah, the, uh, the, the low-hanging fruit for, the, for us is the, is the covered employee and the covered spouse. They're the ones that typically spend most of those chronic condition dollars. Uh, the children, we engage them because we want to set the hook more in mom and dad and engage the entire family unit. But as you said, if we can get 750 employees together, whether it's one employer or three employers, we'll put a clinic in. Uh, in that in that area and continue to market to market it to to other other facilities. And you build the clinic and you pay for the clinic and the employers don't build the clinic and they don't pay for the construction. They don't have to design it. You've got this all laid out. You've got a model. It works and and you handle it from start to finish. There's no burden on the employer to go. Okay, well, how do we do this and where do we put the lab room and where do we put the X-ray machine sure. and. You don't that that's not their deal. You handle from it's turnkey. It's turnkey. It's a, you took the word right out of my mouth. We have a turnkey program. Uh, Keith Guck was our director of facilities. He is certified in evidence based design. There's four people in the state of Oklahoma that are certified in evidence based design, and Keith Guck was one of them. So he comes in and manages these manages the entire process. When we manage the process, we have a 100 percent on time delivery. When our client manages it, it's not always that way. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can. I hope none of my clients their own clinics are listening. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of figure out how that works. So it's a, it's a lot different. And and that and that shared model with employers. Um, talk about this capitated cost thing for a minute, so they understand there's a fixed cost to this. Sure. So we we for for years, you know, we've we've and we've built many different ways, um, but it's typically been a cost plus model. Whether it's admin fees or fixed costs plus the pass-throughs of, of the various you know labs, medications, and supplies, when we started building these these nearsight facilities, we decided so that we could reach out to the smaller employers to to not only provide a cost plus model but a capitated model. It's basically a per employee per month uh, cost that covers every single piece. It covers the personal health assessment for the covered employee and the covered spouse. It covers unlimited office visits. It covers unlimited uh, non-narcotic generic drugs in the clinic, unlimited lab work, everything in the clinic. No copay, no coinsurance, and no deductible. Telling these folks, <laughs> that, that pretty much sums it up right there. It tells you exactly how it works. When you present that model to employees, you will engage the employees, and, and the level is significantly different, isn't it, Doctor? Yes, it is. It's much different. And, and really, like Paul had already mentioned, we really want to engage those patients who aren't engaged in their own health care, who don't have a relationship with a doctor. That's where we can make a real difference. And that's the key. Thank you both for doing this today. It was a great show. And I, and I really think we educated people on how this works today. Thank the you. website is careatc.com, careatc.com. You know, I, I don't put people on this broadcast I don't believe in in products I don't use and services I don't use. We're, we're involved with these folks. We think they do a great job. And I urge you, if you're a broker out there, this is a tremendous benefit to your, your clients. If you're an employer or a human resources director, take a moment, go to the website, look at it. You'll be surprised what you learn. Careatc.com. That's the website. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. The one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Goodbye, America.